believe you're the savior of our soul. We believe you are God and in control. Welcome to the Worship Generation Radio Ministry with Pastor Joey Bram, a ministry of Worship Generation Church located in Fountain Valley, California. For more information, please visit us at www.worshipgeneration.com. We believe in the power of the gospel. We believe you can transform every soul. We believe you're the Savior. Now let's join Pastor Joey as we study through the Bible. Let the nations be glad, all his saints rejoice. Would you say that you're a different woman than the one that before you came to Christ and after Christ? Is there a different woman? Because you should be transformed. You should not be the same woman that you were back then. Then for the men, I'd say the same thing. If you've confessed Christ as Lord and Savior, can you say you're a different person since the time you made that confession than before that time? Because if you're the same person, that's just religion. Because he gave him a new heart and he gives us a new heart. We want to be able to say, like, we're nowhere near the same person. That we're being transformed, as we said in Corinthians, we're being transformed from glory to glory. The person that was is not the person that is. So we want that transformation. We want the Holy Spirit's going to guide our mind, our worldview, our character, because of the fruit of the Spirit. We've been talking about this a lot lately. The love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the meekness. The, faith, the, the faithfulness, the goodness, the gentleness, all the things that Christ is, that's what the Holy Spirit produces in our life, the fruit of the Spirit. And then the gifts of the Spirit to function in the church, and that baptism of the Spirit to be a witness for, for Christ outside the church in the world. But really, when you think about the transformation being turned into another man or another woman, it really is the Holy Spirit making us more like Jesus. That's really what it is, making us more like Jesus. Our actions, our reactions. And I think that's, I feel good about this congregation. I think most of us can say, you know, I'm, I'm not yet arrived, like Paul says, but I, I'm, I'm farther on the journey than I was. And I've said this for years, but if I can end one year being more who I'm meant to be in Christ than the previous year, then good for me and good for you and good for the planet Earth. And the same for you and your loved ones. If there's a bit more in the scales of your being, of Jesus and the Spirit in your life, in 2022 than 2021 and it's it's an upgrade good for you because the world needs an upgrade of jesus and me in 2022 to the benefit of this church my wife my family my kids my grandkids and everything else so we're under transformation so we think about being turned into another man and you think well what what am i supposed to do in 2022 when i feel helpless with all these things going on that feel so out of my control right now well i know one thing i do control is being transformed to be more like Jesus as a spirit-filled man. And that's one thing we all control, that you're more of a new woman than the one that was, and that you're more of a man than the one that was, and I am too, as a man of God or a woman of God. That's something, no one's going to stand before the Lord and say, well, you know, I didn't really mature in my faith, I didn't really become more like Jesus because of that person or that thing or this mishap or that bad judgment, this injustice. Listen, the people of faith see glory, they live glory, they are glory, and they're being transformed from glory to glory. And you just, that's what we're all about. That's what the Holy Spirit's going to do in our life, 
is make you more of a new man and make me more of a new man and make you more of a new woman. And going forward in 2022, in Jesus' name, that's what it's going to be. More of that new heart. More, more of Jesus. Now, we also see the second thing when these signs come to you. Now, in Saul's case, he had these signs confirming that he was the king and, and that God was talking to him. Many people, when they give their life to Christ, they might have confirmation that, you know, God gave them a sign. Like, Lord, I'll follow you if this happens. And that's nothing new under the sun. I mean, that does happen, and God will do that. He'll confirm that. When my wife gave her life to Christ, and I saw her a few days later before she was my wife, of course, I could not believe how different her countenance looked when I saw her. She really was the same woman, but a completely different woman. I know she shared this with some of you at the Food and Fellowship a few weeks ago. I've had different people tell me about her sharing that. But what I was remembering, I said, well, you know, you're saved. And, you, and, and, she, and she said, I, I, I know I'm saved. Okay, how do you know? Because I've, I've forgiven my father. And she, when she gave up to Christ, this, this, her dad left her when she was 12. It's abandonment. And, and somehow when she gave her up to Christ, that was the sign. That was gone from her. That was a sign gave, God gave her, you're saved. And she's never doubted she's saved ever since. And I think maybe some of you can think the sign that God gave you, like that confirmation that he gave you, that you're, that you're his. He gives us signs, like he confirms it. Well, among other things, Jesus says that he gives us a peace that surpasses all understanding. So that alone, most people are in turmoil. So when they give their life to Christ, they may not understand why they have peace, but they do have peace. Because they trust in the Lord, and he'll keep the imperfect peace whose mind is stayed upon thee because he trusts in thee, or she trusts in thee. God gives us signs. How many times do people go forward at a harvest crusade and say to their counselor, you'll never believe what happened, and this happened, and that happened, and this coincidence, and this and that, and now I'm here, and, and God gave them signs. And they knew that they knew. They just knew that they knew. Maybe someone shared this verse once, and then You'd never heard it before, you weren't even a believer. And then you heard that verse again, and then you heard it again, and then you heard it again, and then the bus drives by for the harvest crusade, and there's the verse. Like God uses signs. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence not yet seen, but He does give us signs of confirmation. His Spirit confirms that we're His, He gives us peace that surpasses understanding, His Word illuminates our path, and if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, and He'll, he'll give them the answers. He'll give us a sign. He'll let you know, no, that's not the guy you want to go after, young lady. He'll let you know, praying for a sign, whatever it might be. He'll close the door. He'll, do, he'll give you signs. These signs are so, in this chapter, what gets my attention in the sex, the signs are so personal. I mean, like, you'll find two men. Why not one? Why not three? Two. Two men. And they're going to say to you, why say something about the donkeys? How's the weather? Shalom, shalom. No, they're going to talk about the donkeys. Two men, oh, two men, talking about donkeys. And they're going to have, you know, the, 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 three, the three men going up to Bethel are going to meet you. They're going to have this. They're going to have the, the, the three loaves of bread. They're going to have this in their hand. They're going to give you two. And when that happens, and these guys come down, they're going to, like play, they're going to be singing and praising flutes and harps. Like, you're going to come across a walking band. You know, like, all these signs. How many signs do we get personally, but more importantly, how many signs do we miss? 
So often, I think we take for granted what God's doing that we miss the little things. My sister is amazing. She'll have been sober five years this summer. And I was with her in Florida this week. And she's got this, all, she works at Home Depot. So on her day off, she always buys a new tropical plant and plants it in her big yard. She's got all these tropical plants. Like it's, amazing. it's hard to kill plants in Florida. Very easy in California, but very hard in Florida. And, uh, but she has like these monarch butterflies and lizards and snakes and armadillos and raccoons and all this stuff around her. But she's so fascinated by the monarch butterflies and the caterpillars and their cocoons and you know, this little plant. She's showing me like she got this certain plant that they eat and there's a couple and she's like, they're really little and you see them. And she's like, and she's like, isn't it amazing that God made these and what they do? And it's like when we get saved, it, the Bible even says like we, we pass from this and we're like that. And, and it's like, see, to the pure, all things are pure. If you're looking for signs and glory of the Lord, you will find signs and glory of the Lord. If your frequency, think about this. I never spoke Russian until I went to Russia. But I can tell you right away when someone is a target speaking Russian. Because I know the frequency. You know, and I can tell you I won't confuse it with Ukrainian either. Because I watch a Ukrainian TV show, crime show, all episodes, and I began very easy to see the distinction between Ukrainian and Russian. Similar languages, but different. Similar but different. Why? How can I know the difference? Because I know the frequency. When I'm on the boardwalk, I know the distinction of the Asiatic languages because I know how Chinese sounds so, Mandarin is so different, of course, than Vietnamese, profoundly different than Korean, and very different than Japanese. They don't even sound alike. But if you didn't think anything, you're like, oh, it's just an Asiatic language. But if you know the distinction, you know distinctions. I can look at last names and tell you that's a Korean name, that's a Japanese name, and that's a Chinese name. That's a Vietnamese name. Why? The frequency. If you have a frequency of faith, you're going to see the signs and wonders in your life. If we dial our frequency into here, if once you're interested in something, like I have some people walk by, Jennifer and I today, uh, it's either Jennifer on the walk or it's the men. But someone walked by and they had these, they had these t-shirts. It's like kiting is everything. And they were kite surfers. Now, if you never kite surfed and then you began to kite surf, you'd be interested in Kite Surf magazine. You'd know the different types of kites. You would know you need that really strong breeze coming from the Catalina Channel to kite surf here, right? Like, I can, I can tell right away when we're walking, it's a strong enough wind to kite surf or it's not. If it's coming up, the kite surfers are coming down there waiting for the wind to come up. They're down there in Huntington all the time. You go to C Street in Ventura, lots of kite surfers because the wind blows very hard up there in that part. And in uh, Fort Pierce this last week, the kite surfers are out there. Wind was blowing hard out of the south in Florida, and they're having a great time. Once you kite surf, you would pay attention to kite surfers, and you'd be in the frequency. You'd recognize a different type of kites. The skill level of someone when they're on the sand doing this one, getting ready to go out. You, you, would, you would just be dialed in. Well, when the signs come to you, and what I want to be dialed in in 2022 is not so much the distinction of Asiatic languages or world history or kite surfers, but the signs and wonders that God's given me and his people to press on and be fruitful in 2022 for the kingdom. Those, that's what I want to be dialed into. That's the frequency. If you wake up with the frequency of faith and, and like the, ch- 
childlike faith, like my sister, you'll see the Lord in the caterpillars. You'll see the Lord in the broken sand dollar. You'll see Jesus over everything because Jesus is over everything. So if you're looking for signs and wonders, the micro to the macro, I'm going to tell you, he'll show them to you. He'll show them to you. He'll give you confirmation. He knows the hairs on our head, right? He's personally involved in our life. He will show you signs and confirmation if you want them. How else would Paul in the book of Acts, for example, God forbid him to go to Bithynia, then he forbid him to go to Asia, then he gives him a dream to go to Europe, the dream of a man, and we determine it was the Lord and they went. Like, if you're looking for signs and wonders and God closes this door, closes that door, and you have a dream about a man, you tell your whole ministry team, hey, we're leaving Turkey, we're going to Europe. Because that's what faith does. It has a frequency. In that case, Paul knew that dream was from the Lord. That Probably the Philippian jailer who got saved on that first stop in Philippi, maybe not. Whatever it was, Paul knew that was God guiding him and leading him. It was a sign. And I think it's really important that we, the church of Jesus Christ, in a time when there's so much that fills our mind and potentially with anxiety and fear, but please don't let that happen to you. Please do not buy fear. I know you know that, right? Like Everyone's selling fear. Don't buy fear. By faith, by kingdom. Whatever things are true, just, and noble, and praiseworthy, think on these things. Think on these things. Take every thought captive and obedient to Christ. Anything, anyone, any philosophy, anything in time, space, and matter that exalts itself against the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ and our hope in him. Where other premises are yes and amen. That's to be taken captive. Let us have the mind of Christ. Let us set our mind on the things of Christ. Let us believe Christ. Let us see all things, believe all things, hope all things. And let's let God give us the signs and wonders, little personal things in our life daily to confirm that he's got our back. When you watch The Hiding Place with Corey Tim Boom, when they're dealing with the lice in the concentration camp, they're praising the Lord because the lice kept the Nazi guards from seeing their Bible, if you know the scene in The Hiding Place. They saw that as a sign that God was with them. Now, as Sam was teaching Tuesday night, to the, to the unbeliever, it's just foolishness, like these foolish Dutch women think that, that God's given them a sign because they have lice in their hair. But to the pure, all things are pure. And if you want to see God's handiwork in your life, you're going to see God's handiwork in your life. If you want to believe God for his handiwork in your life, you're going to believe it and you're going to see it. I've been in ministry now almost 35 years. And I say this on occasion, so you've heard me say it. Just because you believe something doesn't mean it's going to happen But if you don't believe it, it's probably never going to happen unless it's part of the sovereign plan of God for planet Earth. Because without faith, it is to please God. So he wants us to be dialed in with the frequency of faith, to invite him like like Gideon, like, okay, Lord, I know it's kind of heavy, but do you think you can make the ground wet and that rug dry? Now, can you make that the ground dry and that rug wet? Could you do that for me? 
And the Lord's like, I know you still need the other signs, so now you're going to go down in the camp, and you're going to hear these people talking about a dream they had, and you're in their dream, and you're rolling them. Like, that's what God does. He meets us where we're at. So I want to encourage us to believe God for greater things and greater signs for our future than your past. He's transforming us. He's given us transformation, and I know he wants to give us confirmation. You know, I was waiting on him for confirmation to go to Russia this April. And I had, I had, uh, I had posture say like, hey, so have you applied for the visa yet? No, no, I haven't applied for the visa yet. Yeah, I just don't, you know, uh, things are just too weird right now. I, I'm just, I need more confirmation that I'm supposed to go to Russia. I know how clear the confirmation was the first time I went. Well, I had four trips planned in the year of COVID and God closed those doors. And if I'm ever called back to Russia, I'm going to know it. And he's going to give me signs and wonders and confirmation. It'll be clear. But I never felt led. And then, obviously, that's definitely not on the calendar right now. So, signs and wonders. I'll just move on to this last one, the ordination. But, like, you see the signs that God gives you because you are the sign through you. Your life becomes a sign of the gospel. And a woman living by faith becomes an example to others who need to have faith. And they see that faith in you. Your life becomes a sign. Peter preaching before the Sanhedrin council is the same guy that denied Jesus before the servant women. And he was so different that the, the leaders, the religious leaders, like, these guys like, these guys, these are the same guys that were like running for their lives. And now they're standing boldly before us preaching Christ. And they knew they'd been with Jesus. So worship generation, I remind us tonight that there are signs that God gives you to confirm what he wants to do in you and through you. And I think if you're living by faith, you're going to see things by faith and you're going to move in faith toward those things God's doing for you. And he'll, he'll lead you in the journey. Of all the frequencies we can be tuned into, what could be greater than the frequency of God's personal handiwork in our life, the supernatural things to confirm micro and macro, that he's there for us, that he's with us in this, he's going to bring us through it. It'll be well with you. It'll be well with us. He's going to take care of us. Finally, see that you do it. Do as the occasion demands. And I think this is what really comes together because we're, we're given a new heart. We're being trans into a new woman, a new man. And God's going to give us signs to confirm that he's transforming us into a new woman, a new man. And he's, he's got these things going in our life. He's giving confirmation that he's with us. And now we have to think about the ordination, like what it is, what are we ordained to do? Because he puts the spirit upon us. Now he put his spirit upon Saul to ordain him to be the king. And he's going to put his spirit upon us, ordaining us like the same, like the anointing oil, the flask of oil on Saul's head. There's a flask of oil on every one of our heads in Jesus' name that it's an anointing for our purpose as a whole for the kingdom of God. And we need to think about this. So God's given us a new, he's making us a new man, a new woman. He's given us a new heart. He's transforming us from glory to glory. He's given us signs and wonders. He wants us to be dialed into the frequency to hear his voice, see his handiwork, and know that he's Lord of the universe in every detail. And then he's pouring out his spirit on us He's ordaining us to what he wants to do. And I think this is a theme for our church this year because we're not 
to be disengaged with an escape, escape mentality of the events in our world right now, but we're to be engaged and running right toward it, whatever it is that God has for us. See that you do as occasion demands. Isn't that a strong phrase? Like how often you see something in the Bible? Do as the occasion demands. Like if your boss said that, you'd be like, hey, he's telling me get it done. I don't want to hear any excuses, right? Like your boss is like, hey, well, I'm not, just, hey, do what the occasion demands. No, no excuses, just solutions. No problems, solutions. Hey, when this happens, figure it out and do what the occasion demands. There's a, there's a self-determination there, isn't it? There's a, there's a sense of ownership. Hey, rise up. Answer the call. Do what the occasion demands. Hey, in 2022, the arm of the Lord is not short, nor is it weakened. He's the same yesterday and forever. He's got different things for different people right now in his church, what he wants to do. And if we're letting him make us a different woman, a different man, and we're dialed in to see the signs and wonders, then he's ordaining us. The signs and wonders are there to lead us toward that workmanship that he's putting his power upon us to get after it and get it done and to, to make the right decision as best we can, acknowledging him in the way and get after it. To do nothing right now on planet Earth is the big, biggest risk of them all. You know, to do nothing is the biggest risk because it's a waste of a life. In the parable of the miners in Matthew 25, they bury it, does nothing, and it's taken from them and given to another. Those, hey, it's far better to take two and go for four, take five, go for ten. Get after it. Because it says in the book of Joel that the young women will dream dreams, the young men will dream dreams, they'll prophesy, old men will have dreams. Listen, we see all these other signs of the, the return of the Lord. Well, yeah, but I'm not looking for the Antichrist. I'm looking for the return of Christ. And those who are looking for the return of Christ, they're promised to have visions and dreams and power and prophecy and, and, and to change the world in that, in that play, in that time. So let the world worry about Magog, kings of the east, and one world currency. But let the church be focused on signs and wonders, dreams, prophecies, visions, let us be focused on what our task is. Not just if it's the end game, but just because it's what we're called to do in every generation. Do as the occasion demands. All we can do is the best we can do as best we can discern with the Lord. But he never leaves us nor forsakes us. And as I've learned in all my journeys, action is easy to redirect. A moving car can get off on the wrong off-ramp, find a way to get back on and get redirected. But a parked car goes nowhere. Let God change us into new women and new men. Even more so, even a better version. Luke works for Hyundai. And those cars, I love the Hyundai cars. cars. A Palisade and Tucson. So, man, I love these cars. They build great cars. But you know, every year they got an upgrade. Right? Every year it's an upgrade. Something I want to be the upgrade. You want to be the upgrade. A newer man in Jesus, a newer woman in Jesus. Hey, this, this is like last year's, but a little better. It's a little, it's like, yeah, they fixed that little, that little thing there. It, it's an upgrade. I want to let God upgrade you and me for the kingdom. I, I'll close with this thought. I think so many people, God has given them visions and dreams 
and, and things to do, and I think so many people miss it. I think they just talk themselves out of it. I think they just listen to the wrong voices, their own insecurities, family and friends who are in unbelief that would beat that down. Now, when it comes down to it, it's you and the Lord. And when you're married, you and your spouse. And ideally, you get on the same page and you go for it. But just know this, everything is a risk in the human experience. And doing nothing in Jesus' name is probably the biggest risk of all. So when you know God's telling you to do something, it seems risky, good. You only got one life. I don't want to stand before the throne saying like, I'm just afraid to paddle out. No, I paddled out and almost died, but I did paddle out, right? Like, want to go for it. So let him pour his spirit out upon us. Let him, let him pour the flask of oil upon you and me. Make us new women, new men. Let him give us the signs and wonders that our frequency recognizes. And let us respond and do as occasion demands in 2022 in Jesus' name. You've been listening to the Worship Generation Radio Ministry with Pastor Joey Brandt. If you would like more information about the ministry of Worship Generation, visit us online at www.worshipgeneration.com, where you can listen to the podcast of today's entire message. Worship Generation is located at 10350 Ellis Avenue in Fountain Valley, California. Our service times are Saturday evenings at 6 p.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And also follow Pastor Joey on Instagram under the tag name at Joey Brand. Thanks for listening and God bless. Not ashamed of the gospel. Not ashamed, not ashamed of the one I love. Not ashamed, not ashamed.